Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to another episode of The Why Behind You. My name is Jason Marcel. For those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, for my uh, repeat listeners, thank you for joining in once again. And I want to dive right into the topic of discussion today, which is around growth. And we've talked about motivation and how you identify and find that motivation. We've talked about your ability to focus on what needs to be done to execute those things. We've talked about failure and how we learn from failure and how failure presents us great opportunities, but it also positions us and presents us with change. And we have to be change agents within that. Um, but now we're going to move into growth. And this is a, a segue directly from the concept of change. So a couple of topics that we're going to really focus in on today is one, growth. Two, how growth can't happen unless there is change and how we need to embrace change. And three, if we don't embrace change, how complacency sets in and how that can be very detrimental to the progression and the growth of our personal self, of our professional self, and many other aspects of ourselves. But let's take a step back. What is growth? If you look at the definition of growth, so Merriam-Webster Dictionary says growth is the process of growing, which I find very interesting that you use the term to define the term growth, right? But if we dive a bit deeper into what is growth, growth is a progressive development or evolution. Now, that growth and that development and that evolution could be of your personal self, uh, your professional self. It could also be your career growth, state of mind and your perspective. And a lot of that may come from experience or exposure. It could be skill sets that you've recently obtained. So there's a lot of different aspects of growth. We're always growing and we always have to find ways to continue to push ourselves to grow. And the way we continue to push ourselves to grow is through change and putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations and then continuing to learn from those scenarios, whether we are successful the first time around or whether we, let's say, for lack of a better phrase or definition, or if we fail the first time around or second time around, but we have to learn from those experiences, both good, bad, and indifferent, in order to continue to move forward and evolve, right? So the one thing that I, I when I assess myself and I assess my growth and I look at my career and personally and professionally, I always look at every time I've set a goal, every time I've set in motion the actions of a project. I always look at, do I have a goal once I obtain my goal? I don't want to just have the one goal in place. I obtain it and then I'm sitting there with this look on my face. Wow, what do I do now? Because 
I'm not planning ahead. I'm not forward thinking, right? So when you sit back and you look at whatever your goal is, whether it's a professional career goal, whether it's a personal development goal, whether it's a mental exercise um, and enhancement goal, whatever the scenario is, what are you going to do? You should already have a plan in place for what you're doing once you've already accomplished it or once you obtain that goal. What's next? And there's nothing wrong if you don't have that figured out on the front end. But as you're getting closer and you look like you're about to obtain that goal, you should already be planning for what's your next move. So have a plan for your plan. As we discussed last time, change is imminent. Complacency will often blind your ability to focus on your personal growth and development of your skills and competencies needed to excel in your career or to excel personally. All right. So in this day and time, as I look at it from a professional standpoint and I look at it as from an entrepreneurial um, standpoint, there's always some new blood, some new person that's willing to take on or do anything to step into your position. All right. They may take on more work. They may take courses or they may do skills training to get ahead in order to enhance their skill sets and their their level of impact. And as I think back and I reflect back on earlier parts of my career, at one point in time, tenure was it was king. It was precedent. It was the thing that above all that trumped everything. Because the experience was just something you can't buy in, uh, in, in a store off of a shelf. You can't, you can't learn it out of a book. But it's something that, that was always there. But as times evolve, as things transition, as the landscape gets more competitive, you have so many people that are qualified for whatever opportunity it is. So many people that are qualified for what you do right now. And companies are constantly evolving, okay? The environment, the landscape of how we navigate through our everyday is always evolving. So why aren't we? We have to anticipate what things we need to continue to enhance, what skills we need to continue to develop, and then we continue to evolve. But change is imminent. Once again, it's coming, regardless of what aspect of life you look at, personally, professionally, or anywhere around the corner. It's happening. So... You always have to be that person that's prepared. Be vested and invest in yourself. Invest in your future. The way you do that is you train yourself. You invest the time and energy to continue to keep your skills sharp. So as I take a step and I look at tenure is less important these days than the evolution of your skill sets, okay? Now, I'm not disregarding tenure at all. I'm not disregarding experience because you can't buy that, once again, as I said earlier. But experience awards you benefits, work ethic, and continuous evolution awards you sustainability. So the last comment I'll make about complacency is the fact that it will have you believe that your value will only improve with time, i.e. tenure. But that's a deception that you can easily avoid. Your net value is significantly influenced by your impact. Your ability to have significant impact can only be fueled by your ability to keep your skills sharp, your ability to continue to enhance yourself, your ability to continue to improve yourself. And all of that comes through change. 
that comes through you putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation until that situation becomes comfortable. And the moment that you become comfortable is the moment that you have sharpened your skills enough to become efficient at that particular task or that particular project. But then, as I mentioned earlier, you should already have a new uncomfortable to expose yourself to. So as I started thinking or digging into the thought process of why are people so resistant to change? And, you know, there are varying reasons, honestly. I mean, but as I mentioned in one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about intrinsic versus extrinsic or internal versus external factors. And in a different perspective as it would related to motivation, but the same concept applies to resistance to change, all right? And i.e. resistance to growth, because if you're resistance to change, you're resistance to growth. So let's take a look at that. As I mentioned before, sometimes people may be resistant to change, internal factor of old habits die hard. We've all heard the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But I adamantly disagree with that. It's not the fact that you can't teach a person new things. It's the fact that they're resistant to learning new things. They feel that they have a better way or that their way has always worked, so there's no need to change it. Maybe it's a comfort zone scenario, right? Maybe it's just easier for them. So they're resistant to the fact of having to do things a little bit differently. But you don't want time to pass you by. You want to be in the thick of change or at the forefront of change because that's how you stay relevant. That's how you stay sharp. All right. So another internal factor, potentially, right? Loss of control. So is it a scenario where Maybe there's a feeling of you don't have the autonomy you used to have because you're a little bit less than comfortable with the scenario. So you're a little less than certain to actually make a decision or to throw yourself into it because it is that uncomfortable zone. You know, is it a loss of power or perceived loss of power? What about a perceived loss of ownership? Ownership of your ability to do what you do best. Okay, so. When we think about those things, that's internal factors. Maybe there are some external factors that are playing into your, your reasoning or your thought process behind thinking that. However, that starts internally because there's an internal fear, right? So is it a fear of failure or a lack of confidence that you can do your job the new way that you're expected to do it? Is it a new skill set that they're requiring in order for you to do a certain task a certain way? Because if that's the case, then that's an internal factor that can absolutely be controlled, managed, and navigated through by educating yourself on that new skill set or educating yourself on that new process, becoming very comfortable and familiar with it. Yes, it may take more work. It may take more time. However, that is something that is easily manageable. Another internal factor or perceived factor, is it a question of mistrust? Do you not trust that the change is in the best interest of yourself or the best interest of your department or your team? Because maybe that's a lack of understanding 
lack of communication. Maybe that's a lack of, of readiness that you didn't know what was actually expected of you, which leads to that mistrust. So is that something that's easily overcome? Maybe, maybe not, but can it be overcome? Absolutely. All right. So let's switch gears here and talk about external factors. Poor communication. Maybe your management or maybe your, your, your business partner or your team leader didn't really communicate to you the expectation or the fact that change was coming, right? So that's a fear that or concern that can be easily managed by frequent and very consistent communication. Other external factors you may think of, and I won't go into a huge deep dive into this, but is it a lack of feeling sufficient benefits versus rewards? Is it something that makes you feel that I see what they're saying, I see that they believe that this is going to be better, but for the amount of effort and amount of energy and amount of time that's going to be put into me evolving and changing how I do what I do, I don't see the reward slash benefit ratio being in my favor. But is it a lack of understanding? Is it a lack of communication? All of these things can be intertwined, right? So what is it that, once again, continues to cause that fear? Two more real quick as far as external factors, but uh, is it a fear of not feeling consulted? You didn't get the chance to weigh in on the change that's expected of you. Or lastly, uh, is it more work? There are often times that people are resistant to change because it's going to cost them a little bit extra energy and a little bit extra time to do what's needed, okay, or what's expected because of the change. That doesn't mean that change isn't relevant or change isn't needed, but those are all things, and there are many other factors, but those are all things that should be considered or, or thought about. Of The whole focus is understand for you what that is. Understand for you why the fear or why the resistance to change is even present. Why is it there? And understand that you have to, regardless, work through that fear. You have to work through that concern because at the end of the day, change is coming. Change is imminent. Change will happen. And either you're going to be ahead of it, or you're going to be right there with it, or you're going to get left behind. And there's no reason for you to be left behind because ultimately you have to make the investment in you and you have to make the investment in your growth, which is going to be a result of change. Okay. Change is uncomfortable sometimes, but it shouldn't have to remain uncomfortable if you invest in you and learning how you can navigate through it. So let's jump to a more positive side. Okay. Reasons why it's really, really beneficial in order to embrace change. Change influences growth, as we've talked about the whole concept of this discussion leading up to this point. We've even talked about it in the beginning. It pushes boundaries beyond your comfort zones. It challenges you to do things differently or approach things differently than your routine habits or the habitual nature that you've always had. And it does make you uncomfortable, right? 
but it also forces you to be agile and adapt to your circumstances. It highlights your strengths because when you are in a scenario, as we talked about just a little while ago, where change is upon you, you often gravitate. It's human nature to gravitate to the things that you are most comfortable or your strongest at, where you're, you're most agile and you're most comfortable. That's, that's a natural progression. That's a natural thing. That's natural human nature. But let's look at the other side of that. It also exposes areas of development for you, right? And in this society, in this day and age, there too often we are fearful of exposing or exploiting our weaknesses because we feel that it puts us in a, a position of vulnerability, right? Now, that's okay, though, because what it allows you also to do is identify whether or not that's something that you can, a weakness you can turn into a strength or whether it's something that you just need to be able to manage or maintain. I always believe that you play to your strengths, you enhance your strengths, you focus on your strengths, you manage your weaknesses, okay? Don't spend tons of time trying to elevate or escalate a weakness that will maybe be average at best regardless of the amount of energy and time you put into it but a strength that can be enhanced fivefold that makes you astronomically better or stronger in a skill set or in any way than you used to be. That's why there are so many different people in so many different walks of life because if I am not strong in one particular area, I know that I can do it, but it's not my area of strength. It's not my area of expertise. That's okay because what I'm going to do is actually reach out to someone that is stronger in that and solicit their help, solicit their insight and their input and their perspective, because that's what you do. No one will be 100% perfect at everything. I mentioned that in the last podcast. No one will ever be 100% perfect at everything. But change allows us to learn and enhance our point of view and our perspective. Change forces us to learn in ways that we couldn't if there were no change, all right? We learn from our failures. We learn from the unsuccessful things. I mentioned this last podcast. There are far more people that have failed at something than they have succeeded, but they learned from those failures what not to do. But here's the flip side of that coin. When you are successful, understand what it is that made you successful and understand whether you have the ability to replicate that over and over and over because success breeds success, right? So I'll leave you with this and the thought process that change leads to opportunity. And only then when you have exerted the energy, you've invested in yourself, to navigate through the change, to exploit the opportunities that are put in front of you that you begin to grow. I'll leave you with another quote by Hall of Fame MLB pitcher Nolan Ryan. He said, enjoying success requires the ability to adapt. Only by being open to change will you have a true opportunity to get the most from your talent. 
believe in yourself. Understand that if you embrace change, growth is the only option. Few final thoughts. Change is inevitable. Anticipate it, navigate through it with precision, and be very agile. And anticipate your next move. Number two, be prepared to change the situation or change your position within the situation. And number three, change absolutely leads to opportunity. And that opportunity rewards you the benefit of boundless and limitless growth. But you have to take a chance. You have to embrace change in order to grow. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at The Why Behind You. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.